Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb on a special edition, Brett Veach signing day. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Pretty pretty good, man. How are you doing? You know what? I'm, I'm happy, bro. I mean, I'm happy. Um, we got a, you know, we signed another guy today, you know, as terrible as Veach is. He just sucks. And, um, you know, he's a terrible guy and he never is, um... You, you know, sound like never... a lot about the people who have been talking all this week. Well, you know, that's what I'm imitating anyway. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. <laughs> what do you think about Jaron Reed? Uh, he's a beast, bro. Um, he's actually a beast. Um, he's an animal, actually. He, uh, I think he's going to fit very well in our system. I'll tell you that. Okay. And with Spags' guidance, uh, Lord, uh, I'm, uh, he's, he's a scary guy. He's a he's an animal, bro. He's gonna. For what I've seen, <laughs> I think the Chiefs are gonna have Chris Jones and that guy. They're gonna be a tandem on the offensive line for these other teams. Sorry, the defensive line, because they're gonna be bull rushing up the middle. I'm not saying Nadi wasn't able to do it, but I have a feeling this guy's gonna be able to get more push than any other guy we've had besides Chris Jones. Oh, I agree. I think this duo is gonna be dynamic. They're going to help with the run defense like no other. And I think that's important because she's really, really need that at this point. Yeah. It's a scary, scary duo to think about Reed and Chris Jones together. Oh, Lord. Ooh. That's that's scary, bro. That's, that it that's is. just going to that's going to boost our, our. Oh, my God. Our line's going to be ignorant. Um, we uh, we made you know the decision to do a, a show immediately because, you know, we've had. 400,000 DMs about and public messages about how terrible Veach is and how he's, you know, made a mockery of the draft or of the free agency week. And, um, you know, he failed. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. He did exactly what he was supposed to be doing, looking for the right players that fit in our system that's going to help and make a difference. And that's what we were looking for. That's what we got. Mm -hmm. And he's not done. He's not done. He's, he's gonna make some moves. He's gonna make some more moves. We've got, you know, we got that second wave of free, you know, of, of free agency, if you want to call it that, coming, you know, towards the end of the uh, summer. Mm-hmm. Right? Or what is that? September, I think it is, or mi- somewhere in mid-September, I think it is. That yeah, that about. I would say as soon as training camp is over, that in the cuts, that's when Beach will make his moves. Also, there's always a good chance. We haven't seen him make one during, like, the season trade for someone. We've seen him pick up players like Le'Veon Bell. So, I mean, there's different yeah. there's different ways it could work out. So, I mean, I'm not worried, per se, but but uh, not one thing I'd like to go over is a Brandon, our stat, stat guy, he came up with some stats for, for um, Jaron Reed's career so far in Seattle, and I'm just going to read them off to you guys. So in five seasons, so he played 72 games, he had a total of 194 tackles. Whew. He had 22 tackles for a loss, 58 QB hits, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, six pass deflections, and 22 sacks. I think that's that's pretty awesome, his stats right yeah. there. They just show he's versatile. Five seasons, he's been fairly productive. Fairly productive. And so. you got to look at it from this standpoint, too. His potential may have not even been met in Seattle. You know, it seems like that's kind of the trend. And Spags is really good about bringing the potential out in people. And I think that's something that, you know, even with 22 sacks in five seasons, that's not huge numbers, but we don't need huge numbers with this style of defense that we're in. We need somebody that can go in there, make sacks, 
put pressures, you know, or bring the pressure and 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 58 quarterback hits. That's huge, dude. 194 tackles. That's 190 that's, in five seasons. That's actually in five not bad. Seasons, that's strong. I mean, that's, that's not strong. bad. Yeah, and I he mean, was arguably one of Seattle's best defensive players, and their defense struggled a lot at times last year. And to see him come over here, I think it's going to work out really, really well. Oh, I, I think it's necessarily him and Chris Jones, he's going to elevate. But what do you think is going to happen to players like Derek Nottie and Treshawn Wharton, JP? What's that? I'm sorry. Sorry, what do you think, uh, due to Jaron Reed signing, how do you think this is going to affect players like... Um, like Wharton? Yeah, yeah, we got Wharton and then Derek Nottie. Well, I don't know if it's going to affect them at all because they're, you know, their their contracts aren't. Um, they're not. Well, you think they're going to lose position right time, playing time? Oh, I think they're going to. I think you're probably going to see a little bit of playing time um, loss, but that's to be expected. And if he turns out to be what we assume he's going to turn out to be, it may be a lot of play time loss. But at this point. I think Naughty and I, well, I don't know. I, let me go backwards. I think Wharton is still going to be on the field a lot because he has, he's proven himself that he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to see some shuffling on that defensive line and there's going to be some movement. And when you do that, they're looking for help for Clark. They're looking for help for Jones. And now they brought in somebody that can help along with Naughty and Wharton that mm-hmm. can step in. And when you make those moves like that, it's strategic, <clears throat> and it's very, very. Uh, it's just a strategic way of doing things that you can put yourself in a position that, if a player's not gelling as well as you would hope, you got another one that you know can, and you always got somebody waiting in the wings that's able to step in. God forbid there's an injury, whatever. The, especially now that they decided to go to this, you know, this season the way they've done it. Um, with the CBAs, you know, of, of course, you know, originally they were going to do it, then they weren't going to do it. I don't know if I'm so happy with the way they've done it as far as, you know, this the, the extra game of the season. And then, yeah, that's a little questionable. Kind of like, what's the point for a team to go 20 0? Do they expect the Chiefs to do that? No, I know I it's think very difficult for that to happen. What well, is what they're expecting is to bring in more revenue, and I understand it. And the way they're set up, it's more like a it's like the best of the best in that week eighteen or that week seventeen style game, and I get it. But and they're trying to you know make up for lost revenue, and I understand that part of it. But you still have to take into consideration that you're putting that much more pressure on um, these players to with one bye week. They're you know they should have taken away, in my opinion, they should have given them two bye weeks and maybe taken away an extra preseason game. I, I'm not. I think but that's not that the preseason games are really. It is, but the preseason games aren't really affecting the starters as much, but it doesn't give you your vision or what you need to see as far as the uh, the rookies are concerned or the guys that you may, you know, when you're, when, you're, when you're getting down to your 53-man roster, you've got to see what your guys can do, and that's kind of part of it. You know, it's all kind of part of it. So, and there's guys that you may want to trade off during that time, whatever the case may be, but... I still think they needed two bye weeks. That's putting a lot of pressure. And you know, one thing that you got to look at that they're, you know, with an extra season, that's going to change some records that can easily be broken. Um, true. Given that, is that extra, true. you know, given the that only, extra. Mm-hmm. The only right? frustration I, sorry, and the only frustration I have with this is that what if a, pl- okay, if you're going to add a 17 game season, 
you need to convert back to the old playoff format. The only reason why I'm saying that is because you have these guys playing an extra game, extra wear and tear on their bodies. Exactly. That, that's going to make the second buy more meaningful. You can't just give out one buy. No. I, it kind of it's. I understand they're trying to make money, but you got to give and take with the players. And I think that's one thing. Mahomes and all the other players should tell the NFL, hey, if you're going to do that, let's go back to the old playoff format. Maybe out of 13, you get a buy. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to add an extra team, maybe have it to where another, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Just some give and take. I just, I understand that they want to make money, but in the day, having all this money does not work out at all. So, well, I think that the NFL probably work- look, they're, they're probably saying, okay, look, you know, we need this extra cap revenue for you know seasons going forward we don't want to lose that we get that part of it we're trying to make up for some of this money which is true and also i don't believe this will last longer than one season with one bye week because i think we're going to see with the injuries that normally happen within a 16 game season and then you got to consider the playoffs and look at what happened to us last year i mean you know we we played with a decimated offensive line we still went 14 and one with those guys, but regardless, it killed us in the Super Bowl along with some other yeah. things that were, you know. But regardless, that hurt us. So these guys got to get the rest that they need. And I think after this season, unless they make some changes to the CBAs or to this contract or bargaining agreement, I should say, prior to the season starting, to maybe add that extra bye week or you know something different along those lines, uh, I think it's only going to probably last one season with one bye week. I think they're going to try it out, see how it works, get the revenue back up, and then go from there. And they're also probably saying, hey, look, you guys, if you want these fat giant contracts, we need to get our revenue back up, so we're going to have to have a season like this. um, I'm sorry, but they're going to earn their revenue back regardless. They are. Is this the right way? I just feel like in a way, I understand. Well, I'm kind of curious. Did Clark Hunt vote for this too? Because this is going to be like a unanimous vote. Because I well, kind of I mean, feel like, what if Mahomes gets hurt in week 17 now? Well, the Chiefs knew it was coming. So, I mean, apparently they knew about it. So, I mean, I guess it's it's one of those things that, you know, it's it's a majority vote type of situation. So, you know, not every team in the NFL has to vote on or has to uh, say yes. But, again, you got to have – it's a majority vote. So, I, I'm not 100% positive the Chiefs actually agreed with it or not. But – who knows at this point? Uh, all I know is is that it's going to be a it's going to be a change for everybody, including the players, uh, so the coaching staff. Everybody's got to make some adjustments for this. And going into 2022, I think we're going to see some changes how that CBA is contracted right now. I agree. I, I just don't want to come to a situation. Where the NFL becomes all money hungry, and then the players decide to opt out, sit out the season, which yeah. I don't blame them because they're the ones making the NFL money. I I understand from that standpoint, so I think there has to be a give and take in these situations. Oh, I agree. I agree. And you know, I was talking to Harold about it, and Harold said the same thing. He you know he kind of wished they would have went to a two by week season, which you know that's that's something that they should have done. I think they should have considered that. But then again, you got that's. And also, you guys also have to remember that right now, I think we're one, if I'm not mistaken, the NFL is one, basically, media contract away from, or television contract, however you want to look at it, away from getting this done. So they still have to sign one more. Um, they'll get it. I mean, And I'm sure there, they will. So. The money's there, so they'll get that extra that extra deal, and then it'll be done. But, um, And it may not be announced for a week. It may not be announced for three months. Who knows? 
but once it they finally get that extra contract then it'll be it'll be announced and that's what they're waiting on right now um but you know this signing i mean um is really good it, it, i i mean veach did a great job with this guy his numbers are good he's going to fit well in our system he's going to help that line out tremendously and quarterbacks are going to feel it you know oh yeah our, man our running backs are going to feel it this is not um uh it's not something that is going to be taken i guess lightly in a way and a lot of fans are still complaining which i you know honestly i i'm so over the complaining it's like beyond me they compl- they would complain no matter who we sign we could put Aaron Donald on this team right now and they would bitch about it so it, it i'm i'm pretty much over the whole fan complaining thing cuz if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't understand what's going on now then you never will but um it, it just is what it out it, it is what it is and that's how you know the beach works and he's very methodical in the way he does it and he's done a very good job so i think it's been a win for us in this free agency era right now or this t- free agency time frame i think we've won in a lot of ways yeah teams have gone out there and they've thrown ignorant money like new england has let's sign everybody on the planet because he wants to beat brady and i understand that but you know that's a one two three year deal maybe a two-year deal and then you're gonna have to figure out where that money's coming from and a lot of those players may not be as um how should i word this they may not be as willing or um, would even consider doing any type of restructure at this point or, or for them next year or for the year after that, for that mm-hmm. matter. So uh, it's really going to be, um, it's going to be something that will, you know, it, it remains to be seen how that's going to work out for them. Hmm, okay. So um, the one thing I would say that'll probably make this free agency for Veach perfect if they were to get like a Von Miller Cowboy type linebacker or defensive end. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that would help so much. Like they could possibly get Melvin Gordon, which would be nice. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I have a feeling someone's gonna get cut. Hopefully, but we need someone that's gonna help Frank Clark because everyone tries to put the pressure on Frank Clark every single year. We have people saying that his contract—they were paid him okay. Maybe they overpaid him, but he helped us win that Super Bowl. He did. He showed he did. up when we needed to. He and did he's by himself. He can do. Yeah, he basically by himself. Him and Chris Jones. So yeah. what I think needs to happen is if Brett Veach, he said this, they want to have another guy who can come off the edge right across. That needs to happen. Number two, get a receiver. We need a big body receiver. I've been preaching this for weeks. Please yeah. go after Allen Robinson or bring up Jordy Fortson. Those guys can help this offense so much. We have all the speed guys we need. We need a guy who can jump and pinpoint the ball. Not saying Tyreek Hill can't do that. He can. But from what I'm seeing is that just adding in that other dimension, this offense would make this offense better than the greatest show on turf in the early 2000s. I really believe that. There's just so much talent everywhere. It's just true. I mean, it's 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 there. And that's another reason why they signed Reed too, as well, because they're they're trying to sure up that line, and also get Frank Clark some help, get CJ some help, and they know where they're. You know, that's the greatest part about having these three guys when you when you consider Spags, Veach, and Andy, is that these guys work together and they know where their weaknesses are more than anybody else does, and they're going to fill those gaps and they're going to fill them the right way. And that's just the way it is. So um, we're, we're in a great position. I mean, I, I, we are in a very good position 
That's all I can say about that guy. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be great. I mean, that's a, a low key underrated signing. I don't think people are gonna look at it until they uh, during the middle of the season they come back and be like, "Wow, that actually is pretty good." So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's well, gonna be you interesting, know, him, man. You know, let them. You know, people can complain and bitch and whine all they want, but regardless of how you look at it, everything that he has done to this point has really panned out for the best. Yes, we had issues with our offensive line. We didn't expect everybody to be injured. We didn't expect COVID to happen and, and, and LTD to go out and or LDT to go out. And we, we didn't expect any of that. Or I mean, to, you know, to opt out for the season. Um, There's a lot of things that went on that we no one expected. And it, it, you know, that's what really kind of hurt us. And again, with the when you go back to the big wide receiver, we've talked about this on prior shows. This is something that they want to do. Um, everybody was wanting T.Y. Hilton. They want why exactly? I, don't, I didn't see the T.Y. or the Juju. Like I understand why Veach offered Juju, but we. I mean, you need to get someone else. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. I don't. Juju's not the answer, in my opinion. I didn't think he was to begin with. Um, I'm real. I was a little surprised Veach made him an offer, um, given his. I guess last especially last year's history and production i don't know if that would have been the best option for us but there's someone else out there that i'm not going to mention that i know he's really working trying to get Mm -hmm. and if he does hey that's going to make everybody excited so i'm going to leave that part alone but uh i put out some questions um i put out because i i wanted to make sure everybody knew we were doing a quick show so I threw out some, uh, you know, send, send, send us your questions. Have you gotten any yet? Because I got Yeah, some. I see we got about three so far. I don't know if you have any DM questions you want to Yeah, go I got over. a couple DMs as well. Yeah. So um, You just want to run through the uh, Twitter ones and then throw, go through the DMs? Yeah, that's fine. Sounds good. All right, well, the first one is from Chiefaholic. His question is, do you think this will make Reed and Clark have careers like when they were on the Seahawks? I think this could help because – when, before Frank Clark left the Seahawks, he had a really, really, really good season. And it's because of the players around him. When you can have an elite defense alignment where every player can push that offensive line, it's going to make those offensive linemen be more timid in their movements and worrisome because they don't know where to block because they don't know where it's coming from. So I agree with you. I think that is very possible that they are going to help this team a lot. And they are going to... Some, we're going to get more sacks. I think that's going to We are. We're going to have more sacks. We're going to have more pressures. It's going to relieve some pressure off of Clark, relieve the pressure off of Jones. And you're not going to see so much frustration with like those players specifically because of this problem um, that we've had last year. You know, that, that was a problem that, you know, you've seen the frustration with CJ. And you've really seen the frustration with Clark, too, to a degree, although he held it a little better, I, I got to say, which I wasn't expecting him to hold it as well as he did, but he held himself together very well for someone that was basically, you know, by himself the entire season. And he has been, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a secret. He's been alone out there. So this, you know, when you have a whole core group of guys that are beast in every way that are top notch players, yes, it's going to help you. You're going to have, and you look at like the Rams and you look at different teams that have these absolutely unbelievable defenses. It's because they have the players that complement each other. And that's what yeah, we that, were... that's exactly why he was playing balling out. Exactly. That's and why he know, balls out. And even yeah. like 
people expect one guy to do everything. Okay, I understand what you're saying. But when you look at the end of the day, it's a team success. You can have one great pass rusher, but be he, but he'll be doubled and triple teamed. And exactly. what if he goes out? You're not going to get you no pass rush. Exactly. I mean, Chris Jones could only do so much by himself in the 18th season. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, you look at it, even with with the addition of Clark, you still got Frank and you got CJ. They can only do so much. You got two guys out there trying to do pretty much everything, and it's not it's not conducive to having a great defensive line. You've got to have help, and this is going to be. And the great part is, is that you know, with the addition of Reed, I think it's going to complement with what Clark does because they they have that connection. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a really good. Um, it's, it's a great signing, in my opinion. It's a fantastic signing. Oh, so. easily. Yep. So uh, next question, he says, "What do you think? Um, what do you think the Reed signing means for the rest of the D uh, of the D line?" You want to go ahead and go first, and then I can go. Or... Um, you going to go first this time, man? That's all right. You know, I think it's just going to be—it's just going to help. Uh, That—that's from actually from Chiefs Talk, by the way. Um, he's a really good follower as well, and um, really good dude. So, I think it's going to help tremendously because, again, it's—they're going to. I think you're going to see some shuffling around and some players moving in different positions, but with that comes success. The more you have on that line, the better your line's going to be. And I, in my opinion, I think it's just going to move people around a little bit. It's And again, we've, we've talked about maybe, like you said, Nadi and, and, and Wharton, what it's going to do to their um, playtime and you know their snaps. It, it, it really depends on, I think, keeping fresh legs in there all the time is a big help. And if these guys can all gel together, it's just going to make us that much better. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think it's a great move, in my opinion. So, thanks for the question, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. And the one thing I would like to say is, yeah, it's going to help because the D, the, the D-line is going to raise rise in talent. They're going to be able to get to the quarterback a lot quicker, and that's what you need. If you can pressure the quarterback, if you can get to Tom Brady, hey, it's going to make your life a lot easier than dealing with trying – and dealing, then um, letting him just sit back in the pocket for three and four seconds. Yeah, this, ga- yeah. this game is a game of inches. It and is. seconds sometimes because if the quarterback can have all day, it's not going to work out for you at all. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Um, we had a, got just got another question. And um, Justin Saba, another good follower, follows all the time. Um, he says, "Is there still room for Melvin Ingram in the budget if he chooses to come here?" Okay, you want to answer that one, or you want me? You answer first, and yeah. I'll go right after. Go ahead. Does he want to own a Super Bowl? Yes. Does he should he come to the Chiefs? Yes. I think Veach would make the room. He could make his deal incentive base, possibly in a way. Yeah. The only issue I could see is someone offers him more money, he just goes there. I know everyone kind of expected the Chiefs to get all these great players to come in just because the Chiefs are really good. Unfortunately, you just have players who just want to chase some money right now. And I completely understand. You gotta support your family, you gotta do what you gotta do. But I think if the Chiefs can be maybe a little more dominant. They're going to be able to do that. They're going to get a lot of older players possibly coming in their end of their careers, like a James Harrison or such. Like we see yeah, the like Patriots. How he lasted, yeah. But I yeah. really think that the Chiefs will be able to make those moves possibly, and I think it's just going to work out for them in the best. I think so too. Now, as far as Ingram is concerned, you know, is there room? Yeah, there's room. Oh, for uh, sure. We need an edge rusher. He would be perfect. Yeah. Well, I guess he's talking more about he's. I think he's more talking about in the budget type of thing. Is there room to sign him? Well, yeah. I mean, somebody answered the question immediately, of course. They said yes, but my whole thing is, 
yes, there may be room for that person. But again, you got to look at it from a different standpoint. Is that someone that we want or and put pay a, ton, a bunch of money to? Or is that someone that will come in and play and understand that you're not going to get that kind of money, but you're going to get a ring and you're going to be on a Super Bowl winning team? And if that's what you want at your age, especially with your past injuries, then come on in. But you have to be realistic about what you're asking for versus what we're willing to give for someone that's been injured and is older. Um, Yeah, we do have the room, but we also have to realize that we have other things that we have to take care of. Again, uh, we've got free agency that we've got to pay for. We've got, um, you know, again, we've got that second wave of the, of, of, of cuts that come along that we may want to pick somebody up and you got to have a little bit of cash sitting around for that. I'm not going to say um, 100% that he'll come. I'm going to say that, yes, there's room if he's willing to work with our budget. It, just because we have cap space doesn't mean that we're going to drop every dollar of it on him and then we're screwed. I mean, that, that answer, yes, immediately means absolutely nothing because if you understand the game then or the process behind it, then you'll understand that we have more than just free agents to sign. So, yeah, like you said, players from your own team. I mean, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. So we've got to sign our own free agents if we want them back, like we did with D-Rob, you know, and other players that we brought back, you know, Daniel Swanson. All these guys that we need to, you know, we had a laundry list of different players that were on free agency, and there's some guys that we wanted to bring back. And there's still guys that we may want to bring back. So you have to look at it from that standpoint. It's not just about free agency. So the instant yes question or answer is not the only answer because you're not in that office and you're not budgeting that money. You're a guy sitting at home and thinking you know what the draft or the cap capital is. Well, or... the thing is we have a lot of Twitter GMs yeah, that he's, sit on their couch just... and don't understand how the game works. Yes, you have the set money, but you have to spread your money around at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly, exactly. And... and... And that's the whole point. This, you know, some of these people, uh, they just want to spit shit out without actually knowing what's going on when it all comes down to it. And yeah, there's room. If he signs the contract the way he should sign it, the way Veach wanted to sign him to begin with, then yeah, there's room. But that's all there is. There's a little room if he is willing to work with us. We're not going to go out and give up the farm for this player. I'll just tell you that um, we got we got other things to, we got other things other fish to fry just besides one player. I'll just leave it at that. So, uh, but yes, there is room if he works with us. So, thanks, Justin, for the question. Um, who else do we got here? We got Zach. Yeah, yeah Zach. Go you ahead. Do it. Okay, oh. I got it. Oh, yep. I got it, man. He wants to know: Do we draft a edge rusher early? I don't think they're gonna draft one unless they see if Veach sees one, someone he absolutely wants. That's the only way I see them doing it. They're gonna go after an offensive lineman, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I 100% agree with you, and I know for a fact that he's looking at some offensive linemen, and he actually has a couple of wide receivers that he's looking at in the draft as well. So uh, that's, I think, I don't think they're gonna dive on an edge rusher in the in the draft no i don't not unless somebody comes along that absolutely just throws them for a loop but i think he's trying to fill everything right now 
that he needs to fill in 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 that area and shuffle some guys around. So no, I I, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think he's going to go after one early. So I agree. I uh, agree. I think he's going to focus on other needs. I do too. Um, but Zach, thanks for the question. Um, Did then you we got. The DMs? Yeah, there's another question on here as well. It popped up a few minutes ago. Can Wharton play edge effectively? Um, I believe he can. I believe Wharton can play edge. I I, I, I firmly believe that. I think it doesn't necessarily mean that's what he's going to do, but I think he can. I think he can complement anywhere on that, that line. But I do believe he can fill it. What do you think? I think... Possibly, I know Veach likes to get guys who can play all around the line, yeah. which I think is very important because when you have that, it works out for the betterment of the team. You can plug and go if someone gets hurt. Um, I hope so, but I've noticed he does a lot of his damage when he's in the middle. So yeah. I say keep him in the middle, but I'm not really for sure. Per se. I see you can pop possibly move him around because there is always a game the Chiefs are going to be winning by a lot. So then that's when you try to experiment and get the other guys in. Exactly. So that's that's really kind of how it's going to play out when it comes to that. Um, DM wise, uh, what do you think about the draft? Uh, he said, uh, "Let's see." So, what do you think about? Again, this is the same question we've gone over, but it, this this is uh, Nolan Rogers, great follower. Um, he wants to know if he thinks we'll draft an offensive lineman for sure in the first round. Which, yes, I think you're right. Um, and he thinks we'll go after a linebacker in the second and maybe third round, which that could be very, very well be true. Um, you know, that's actually a pretty good prediction from him. Um, that could happen. I don't believe we're going to go after a, D, a defensive player or an edge rusher in the first round at all. But I do believe that Nolan might be right on this. We may, you know, 100% we're going to go after offensive players in the draft, uh, linemen, and, you know, I think a wide receiver might be in that mix as well. And uh, that's just kind of how, you know, that's also kind of going into a second question. Uh, what do you think about the draft prediction? And that's that's kind of what I think. I think he's pretty close on that. What do you think? I think it's very possible. I don't see them getting a linebacker. I feel like they're kind of set with what they have unless they find another Willie Gay in the draft, which I don't know is going to happen. Yeah. Right now we have Darius, uh, Darius Harris. I thought he played really, really well. We didn't see him much in the playoffs. But he played pretty good, so I expect him to kind of have maybe more an extended role coming this next season. Him and Willie Gary are going to play. I think Neiman, he's probably won't get cut. Yeah. So I think it's going to look really well for the most yeah. part. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. I got one more, I think. Let me see here. Let's see. Nope, that was it on the questions. Sorry, I thought I, thought I had one more, but that was it on that one. Uh, there was a actually kind of a weird one that popped up somebody named steel city 440 asked a kind of an ignorant question but oh, um, other than that i'm going to leave that one alone because it's pretty stupid um other than that i mean you know we, we we're we're doing exactly what we should be doing right now beach is doing exactly what he should be doing and for everybody out there that's bitched and complained and whining cried we don't need to sign every player in free agency we need to sign the right players in free agency and that's exactly what we're doing. And and, and it's just going to benefit us in the long run. We had to do this show because this was, you know, an inst it was a quick signing. Um, kind of, you know, heard something about him signing somebody that, you know, they, they were are talking to someone fairly quickly. 
I think I may have mentioned that to you yesterday. We're still talking to a couple other players. I didn't get any names, and I didn't really care to at that point. But I was just happy they were still in the in the hunt and still searching. And really, you know, it it just goes to show you that all the Veach haters and the bashing and all the shit that we've heard over the last two weeks has really been for nothing. And then again, it's the same thing over and over and over again every year, year in and year out. We win the Super Bowl, and they're still complaining about who we have. You know, so it's like we went to a Super Bowl, and it's like nobody's happy. Nobody's. You can't please everyone, man. I mean, there's always in the fan base. There's going to have people that complain. But to just let these guys know the sky is not falling, trust the beach, and the Chiefs will make another Super Bowl and win. Exactly. Believe that. Exactly. The guy's an absolute. This guy, he can be an absolute beast on our line. Um, he's going to make a difference. Believe me, he's going to make a difference. And I think he's going to help out everybody on that line that we have right now. So with that being said, um, what's your uh, what's your thought process on maybe moving forward? Anybody else you see that other than who we know that they may be talking about, and I don't want to mention that name right now, but are um, talking to, but uh, anybody else that you think you know could fit in our system that maybe we can bring in and Join the crew. If they could trade for a wide receiver, maybe like Julio Jones. I know that's a far, far fetch. But if they could bring someone like him, man, I'm going to tell you, our offense would be great. Oh, man. When it comes to anyone else, I really don't know, per se. But we're still early in free agency. I think moves are still going to be made. So, I mean, I'm not worried. Beach will make the moves. Our defense has gotten a little better. Offense has gotten better. I mean, it's going to work out, so. Yeah. So... I agree with you. I think that there's probably going to be a, at least one or two more moves made. Um, at least a minimum of one or two more. And if it's not, it's not. It's not meant to be. It's just the way it is. If they don't see what they want to see with you know the potential or lack thereof, they're not going to sign these guys and they're not going to waste the money. So everybody, because you think they may fit and you may think that they're, you know, because they're on the free agent market, that means that we are supposed to sign them. That doesn't mean anything because everybody rallied for this in 2018. We went, you know, and then in 2019, where were we at? I can't remember. What did we do that year? What was it? With the players that we had? 2019, you know, everybody was complaining in the free agency week. If you remember right, at the end of 2018 season, everybody wanted to sign. They wanted us to sign every free agent on the market, and we signed who we needed to sign, which was what we were supposed to do. We had a mm-hmm. great, a great draft class, and where did we end up in 2019? I think it was the Super Bowl. Super Bowl mistaken. champions. Yeah, Super Bowl I, 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 I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if anybody remembered that or not. With all the bashing that went on over the last couple of weeks, I think they forgot what we have done over the last three years. And this is all because of what we have in the front office, our coaching staff, and also our amazing players that have helped us make the moves needed to do what we need to do. You know, we nobody expected CJ to do what he did. Nobody expected that. Not one person expected CJ to do what he did this season, but he did it. Or this offseason. Nobody expected him to make to, to make that change and to say, yeah, I'll do this to help out the team for the betterment of the team. Because everybody was complaining that he held out. You know, some people bashed him. 
when he was holding out that time saying, well, if you don't, you know, we don't need you, we don't need you, and all this other crap that they said to him, all that stuff, you know, it doesn't help. You're not, you're not in the facility, so lay off. Get off these players back. Sammy got signed. Good for him. You know, I'm glad he's playing. I'm glad he's going to be doing when he, I would, would I have rather him been here for a, that kind of a contract? Well, yeah, but I like Sammy. And when he's on the field, he's a game changer. Now, again, there's a reason why we didn't resign him. There's a reason why we're looking. Well, and the reason is, is because we're looking elsewhere. I am not going to bring up any names, but I can guarantee you that if this works out, we will have that big body wide receiver that we're looking for. So everybody needs to chill out. We're going to be just fine. Even without Sammy, pretty much the entire season of 2000, you know, we still went to the Super Bowl. So yeah, we didn't win it, but we went. And that's something that regardless of what anyone wants to complain about, we haven't sniffed a Super Bowl since 1970 until the last two seasons, three seasons actually. We haven't sniffed a Super Bowl. This is the best se- the best team we've had collectively in 50 years, 51 years. So let's just all be happy with what we got. For sure. I mean, I mean, just looking at this team, looking okay, looking at how the Chiefs were on Madden 2011, 2012 to now. Looking at that team, we had no stars besides like Jamal, Charles, and Eric Berry. And looking at it, basically a seven, well, basically almost a 10-year difference. This offense, I mean, the whole team is completely different. We have some players that are just exceptional and they're just that great. So I'm not worried and everyone needs to realize we could be the Cleveland Browns that have suffered more than the Chiefs in a way. We could, You guys could be Detroit Lions fans. Yeah. I mean, they have not won a playoff game in so long. They wasted Barry Sanders' career, Matthew Stafford's career, and Calvin Johnson's career. Yeah. That just shows you the Chiefs actually put aside maybe some of their understandings about football and did something to help make the team great. And that's what yeah. they did. Exactly. I mean, you know, when you talk about Reed, if you can really want to get into some numbers, he had 11 and a half sacks his last two seasons. Or no, I'm sorry, last year. He had 11 and a half sacks, if I'm not mistaken. So, that's huge. I mean, that's huge to have somebody come in that is just a sack master. I mean, and that's what he's basically did last year. 11 and a half sacks is a no joke. And we just brought in that guy. So, let's just be happy with what we've got going on. And, 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 and we're doing good. I mean, we're not doing... Um, we're not doing bad at all. I mean, they are going to, believe me, Chris Jones and and Reed are going to cause some havoc. Cause some havoc in the, in, on the inside. I mean, they're, they're going to make it dangerous. It's a dangerous, dangerous combination to have those two guys on the field. And then add the rest of the players that we've got. And then maybe one more, potentially. Oh, Lord. I, I mean, this is what hey, we've been looking we're, for. We're in good spot, man. I'm not worried at yep. all. This is what we've been looking for, so... Um, anyway, man, uh, you got any parting words? I think I just want, we, we, we wanted to get a show out for you guys quickly and, uh, you know, with this signing and, and get your opinions on him, which, uh, and get our opinion out there as well. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it. But, uh, what do you got, bud? 
I was going to say, hey, guys, I appreciate you guys listening to the show all the time. It means a lot to JP and I as we're continuing to rise and bring up this account. I appreciate JP. So, and guys, trust in Veach because he knows what he's doing. I'm telling you right now, a lot of teams would love to be in our position. They would they love really to be would. in our position. So I understand there's going to be ups and downs. We're not going to spend the money. But sometimes the team who's, who's sorry, sometimes the teams who don't spend all that money for agency, it works out for them better in the end. That's my parting yeah. words. I mean, look at how many look at how many teams. I mean, you, you could even look at the Patriots with all the other crap that they've done. But when did they ever really sign? Other than this year, I, I don't ever remember the the Patriots with even with Brady going all out and signing every single top name player. They brought in some obscure players that you would never really think were. You know, they had some seasons that they went to the Super Bowl with not the greatest players. They always had a good defense, but they didn't have the greatest offense. You know, they had, you know, this, some mediocre players, some maybe one or two really strong players. And that was about it. We've got a, we've got a roster full of beasts and we're just adding to that roster. So let's just all be happy with what we got. We're going to, we're in a great position and we're just going to get better and better as it goes on. So, with that being said, I think that's all, man. I think that's all we got. Sounds good, man. Can't wait to right, the guys. next one. Yep. All right, guys. If there's, uh, if you got anything, DM us, hit us up. Chiefs Focus, JP Chiefs Focus, and we'll get you a handle. So, uh, with that being said, peace out and enjoy the rest of your uh, week. See you next time, Chiefs Kingdom. <laughs>